The Treasure in the House by Carolyn Sherwin Bailey. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Once upon a time, there was a little princess, and when she was ten years old, they gave her a wonderful birthday party. There were musicians and roses in all the rooms, and strawberry ice cream and cakes with pink icing. Everyone bought gifts. The king, her father, gave the princess a white pony with a long tail and a blue and silver harness. The queen, her mother, gave the princess a little gold tea set for her dolls. There were other beautiful gifts, a ring with a sparkling stone set in it, and a dozen or so new silk dresses and a nightingale in a gold cage. But everyone waited to see what the gift of the princess's fairy godmother would be. She was late coming to the party. One never knew just how she would come, on wings or on a broomstick. This time she came walking and dressed in a short red gown and a white apron. Her kind eyes twinkled as she gave her gift to the princess. Such a strange gift as it was, only a tiny black key. This will unlock a little house at the end of the garden, which is my birthday gift to you, the fairy godmother of the princess said. In the little house you will find a treasure. And then, as suddenly as she had come, the fairy godmother was gone, wearing one of her surprised smiles on her lips. Everyone wondered about the house, and some of the guests went to the end of the garden to look at it. All they saw, though, was a tiny thatched cottage, very neat, but not at all fine. So they turned up their noses and went back to the castle. A very poor present indeed, they said. The little princess put the key in the silk bag that hung at her side and then forgot all about it. Not until late in the afternoon did she go to the end of the garden. The little house made her curious because it was so different from the castle. The castle had great coloured windows but the little house had tiny ones with crimson geraniums on the ledges and plain white curtains. She opened the door and went inside. The castle had many rooms, large and lonely, but the little house had one room small and very cosy. There was a chimney and a fireplace where a bright little fire sparkled and danced and chuckled to itself. A tea kettle hung over the hob and it was singing, as the water bubbled, the merry song the little princess had ever heard. The table was set for tea. It was a very plain tea, only white bread and butter and honey and milk, but it made the princess hungry to look at it. In front of the fire stood a straight-backed chair and a little spinning wheel. The princess sat down to her tea. How pleasant the little house was, she thought, and how unusually hungry she was. At tea in the castle, she was often not hungry and asked for food that was not good for her, roasted peacock and almond cakes and plum pudding. But here, in her own little house, she found that nothing was quite so good as bread and butter and her milk tasted as sweet as the honey. After tea, the princess sat down in the straightest chair and although she had never in her life touched a spinning wheel before, she began to spin. Whirr, whirr, the wheel turned and sang, as fine white thread grew from the bunch of linen floss. The fire danced and the tea kettle sang, and the spinning wheel whirred merrily. It was so pleasant to have such a nice tea, and to be working in her own little house, that the princess began to sing too. 
She sang like a bird, and she had never known before that she could sing. I heard you singing, and I stopped. The princess turned, and she saw a little boy of her own age standing in the room. He had a very pleasant face, but he was dressed in ragged clothes. His shirt was so full of holes that it scarcely covered his back. What are you spinning? he asked. The princess had not known until that moment what she was spinning, but now she understood at once. I'm spinning to make you a new shirt, she said. Oh, thank you, said the little boy, as he smiled down at her. The princess looked at him, wondering. She noticed that his eyes looked very like those of her fairy godmother. Then she thought of something else. In the little house you will find a treasure, her fairy godmother had said. She looked all about. There was no gold or anything that she had thought before was a treasure there. Then she listened to her heart that was singing too now. That was it. Her fairy godmother had given her, in her little house, the treasure of a happy heart. End of The Treasure in the House by Carolyn Sherwin Bailey Read by Susan Russell